Hey everybody, Jerome Bivens in Baltimore. And I woke up this morning and I said to myself, wow, are we, are we going to be able to survive the pandemic after the pandemic? And I know a lot of you are saying, oh, that crazy Jerome, what is he talking about? Well, let's assume, first of all, let's assume, first of all, that COVID-19 that that particular pandemic has passed. And then that's an assumption because all the numbers all around the world are starting to creep up again. But let's assume that that's over. Are we going to survive the next pandemic? And again, you may ask me, well, what do I mean? Well, I mean a whole lot of different things. There's a whole lot of pandemics. And I'm trying to figure out, well, where should I start? Should I start by talking about the war in Ukraine? Russia's invasion of Ukraine, all of the people who have died in Ukraine? Well, maybe not. Maybe I should just start back here in the United States, in Maryland, in Baltimore, with, let's say, for example, the price of gas. Goodness gracious, are we, as consumers, going to be able to survive just getting to and fro? I mean, it costs an arm and two legs and a couple of fingernails to fill up your vehicle nowadays. That's a pandemic. Well, maybe I should just talk about the pandemic of inflation. Because let's face it, it's not just gas. It's eggs, it's chicken, it's rent, it's everything. And, you know, we're already dealing with psychological and emotional and, and, and just all kinds of anxiety because of COVID-19. Now, prices are just outrageous and that's adding to another pandemic and of course maybe i should just start with the pandemic of gun violence gun violence and you know i've done several podcasts on gun violence and i've always maintained throughout my entire career in the digital world and in the real world that i do not pretend to have answers I don't. I hope that I can continue to pose questions and together we can help develop answers. And gun violence, if, if there's anything more heartbreaking, if there's anything more devastating, if there's anything more insulting than gun violence, I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it is. It is... So such a complex issue. I mean, there are problems today that cause gun violence, and I submit that there are problems from 300, 400, 200 years ago that are adding to the gun violence. You know, a lot of people talk about poverty. A lot of people talk about poor neighborhoods and poor housing. A lot of people talk about bad schools. There are su it's such a complex issue. It's such a complex issue. But I'll say one thing. I can't drive my truck. I can't run my truck without gas. So we, if we eliminate guns, we can't have gun violence. Now, I'm not saying that violence in and of itself is going to be eliminated. But if we get rid of guns, we get rid of gun violence. 
Now, hopefully you all will agree with my logic. You know, the policies and the other issues associated with guns, i.e. the Second Amendment, that's for another discussion. But I think cold, hard logic dictates if we get rid of guns, we can get rid of gun violence. And, you know, it's interesting that it seems to always be an inner city, a brown and black issue. And some suggest that that's why nobody wants to do anything about guns. Well, I agree with that. And if you look at Sandy Hook and you look at Columbine and you look at all the other mass shootings, which for the most part have affected white folks, there's always an uproar after mass shooting at a white school. But the point is, even after those incidents, even after white people's lives are devastated by gun violence, there is no gun reform. Again, I don't have the answers. I say, let's just take a shot, pun intended. Well, pun unintended. Let's just take a shot. Let's see if we can limit or eliminate guns. And let's see how that affects gun violence.